remember, yeah, because I was like, Aaron, tuck your Pikachu in because if you oh. have to wake up tomorrow, <laughs> if you have to wake up tomorrow and tell Alex that John saw it, it's gonna be a weird morning. That cooter was out, baby. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we are so glad that you're here listening to us today. I'm blushing because I'm, I'm just looking a, at our guest right in the same, face I'm right like now. so excited. I can't even hold it in. We were going to do an intro, but like I can't wait to introduce you guys. We have our first guest. Very special day. Yeah. Well, do we like say what we're talking about or do we just go ahead and introduce her? We're going to introduce her. It's my best friend, Erin. <laughs> What's up, guys? Nothing. We're just like so happy to have you here thank you for joining us i know this is the real setup this is the real setup you got going on here <laughs> we do a segment our highs and lows just to start out so john do you want to start us off my high <laughs> is we found someone to rent God our house it, out john, that was my high guys this we're just gonna have to fight about it because my high was i finally have a place to live <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so we all uh, have the same high. Spoiler alert, Erin is our new tenant as well. <laughs> all right, John, then now that we all have the same high. And John's anxiety has gone down 1% knowing it's me. 1%. <laughs> yeah, that's about Knowing it. it's someone in the house that we know, but also... Who will keep our toilets clean. I'm that's right. She does have a out. great Dane living here, so I'm a little nervous about that. She's literally like a baby squirrel. She's she going to be knocking shit over. She just rolls up in a little donut and like sits on the floor. There's a, she's, she's an angel. She's so sweet. So John, tell us your low. Oh God, I'll let, I'll let you ladies first. Go ahead. Shoot. I didn't think of a low. I just like was so excited about my high. Uh. My low is like definitely, I have to go back to Virginia. I'm just uh. like not excited about the drive. Yeah. Well, Actually, my high is also my birthday's this weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna really? be, yeah, I'm going to be 30. Yes. Like, happy birthday. Well, honestly, yeah. I acted shocked. I know you guys are celebrating your birthday this weekend and I literally forgot already. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes. So excited to celebrate your beautiful face this weekend. Mm. Um, I really don't have a low. Is it okay to not have a low? Yeah, I don't know if I have one either right now. Oh, my low was that I didn't hit a, P- a new PR at the gym. <laughs> that's it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what are you trying to get? Uh, I want to get to 200. I want to just squat 200 pounds and then that's it. I'm do you good. know what it is? Do you know what you have to do? You have to get John to sneak the weight on there. <laughs> Without letting me know. Yeah. And then I break Surprise. my back. Yes. Surprise. I, the reason I hit most of my PRs is because my dumb ass can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 45, 45. Yes. Uh, I only hit 115 today. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's you're, 135. You're like, you have no idea. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Maybe just put weight on without sneak, me knowing. Sneak a, yeah. Sneak a cookie on there, John. She'll make it. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> so Erin, tell our listeners who you are. Oh, Just give us give us a little bit of that's a big question. A real short bio about yourself. Short bio, like my, as short as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, John, mm-hmm. relax. Short bio. My name's Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning thirty. Was, yeah, I'm turning thirty. Um, I was born and raised in Raleigh. I met Alex in college. Therefore, um, we've been best friends for like. Oh my god, that's almost ten, like 10 years. years. Is it crazy Isn't how like, old? <laughs> Abby and I were talking about that last night. 2010. That's wild. I know. Um, I am in cybersecurity. I currently don't fool anyone. She does spec ops. She's the baddest it's bitch. Spec ops. <laughs> spec ops. What do you say? Sex ops. No, spec ops. I, sec ops. Yeah. Special sex, op. 
operations. No, I don't do. You're gonna get people are gonna get triggered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I do cybersecurity. Um, I was living in Virginia, but had uh, some stuff go down, so I'll be moving back to Raleigh for a little while. Well, we're so excited to have you back, even though we're peacing out and going to Virginia. I know <laughs> we're, we're like switching spots. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll just come crash like every other weekend. Right. So that's the way to do it. Well, again, we're happy to have you. So excited to jump into today's topic, John. What are we talking about? Ooh, this is a this is gonna be an intense topic. It's uh. Uh, not getting along with your significant other's best friend, yeah, which is Aaron, just sitting across from me. And you can feel the hate. <laughs> it's just brewing between you guys. I'm just doing a stare so down. That is right what we now. are talking about. We're talking about when you don't get along with your significant other's friends. But it's nice that we're able to talk about it because we've came a long way since when this first all happened, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah, 2017 to 2018, right? Yeah. Was it? 2018 yes, because it was before we got engaged That's that right. you guys got into a fight. It was mm-hmm. literally the new year that you have your blowout. So we're full yeah. circle now. So I feel like we're at, a, we're at a place where we can have this conversation, which is great. And Alex is the ref. I, am mm. I? I don't know. Well, again, I always felt like the middle person, but I feel like a lot more people actually deal with this than you think. A lot more people definitely deal with it, but probably don't make it as public as John and I made that we hated each other public. I, you know what I think the question should have been on when we asked our questions on Instagram is if like you've ever overcome it and became friends afterwards. Like, yeah. I don't always, know a lot of success, like success stories like we have. I think a lot of people hate their significant others, friends or like vice versa quietly. Right. But we're also in a, like a very specific circumstance that I have noticed that couples guys and girls will keep their kind of friend groups apart john i just feel like you're you and alex you guys are like together all the time like there would have been no way well, i don't have any friends anyways here so I, I have to hang out with you guys john you <laughs> love hanging out with the girls you know what it was though it was I when do. we both moved to new york i'm better with girl talk than i am with like guy i get <laughs> bored i'm like what do we do sports yeah sweet <laughs> I want to uh, know the latest gossip. Yeah, someone give me the tea. Well, yeah. you worked with all girls, so you're very good good at girl talk. Give me the 411. But the thing was, is when we moved to New York, John really didn't know anyone. We moved in with, uh, we moved into my grandma's apartment. So it was already a stressful situation for John because he didn't really know any of my family. And then you came to visit. I've known yeah. you for years. So obviously we're acting a fool when we're together. And John was just... John's anxiety was, was at an all-time high. He was peaked with stress. Yeah. He's also just a default hater. So that <laughs> was like not hater a good and mix. a diva, baby. <laughs> That's right. So what was, when you guys first met, like, did you enjoy each other's company or did you feel that there was some sort of tension? I feel like this has to put it, we have to put a disclaimer that, I mean, there was a lot of drinking that led to this. So John and I are not, we were talking about it. We are not 100% on key details, but I do remember the very, very, very first time he was introduced to me, even as an idea was when I took you and Abby to Vegas Mm -hmm. for your other birthday for my 26th birthday. Yeah. And you were just like, this guy keeps texting me. He's like being so intense, like da, 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 da. Like, you know, like just throw your phone on the bed, like whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, this guy ain't shit. I'll be, I'll be there when you pick it back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that point, like I tried ending our conversation between you and I, and you were very 
what's the word? In it to win it. In it John was it. like, nah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. This goes back to you. you put me in a gray area. I wish you just said, leave me alone. That has but nothing to do with your it. relationship with Aaron. So Aaron got this. <laughs> Aaron got this. You hype yourself up like I'm such a badass girl. Like no. I, I, was, I was ghosting you, but really you were leading oh, me on. This a wasn't. Bit. This wasn't badass. This is just Alex being like goofy, like being on her phone and then just kind of like throwing it on like the day bed at Vegas pool. Like I'm. I wasn't trying to like shit on you, John. Does this, continue. Does this hurt continue. your feelings? Continue. Because I just, I don't know how much more I can say. It worked out, but <laughs> yeah. it worked out in your favor. We're fucking married. I win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Alex can't be badass if you won that argument. Exactly. Like, <laughs> accurate. Okay, Here I feel are. better. I'm who's, back to feeling better. Who's laughing continue. now? <laughs> but that my first introduction was really just like, John was just like a, a tender guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, I didn't put a lot of eggs in that basket. True. And then the next time I like John and I met was officially met face to face. Al, you had invited me to go over to John's house or like, you know, he like lives in an area that has a bunch of restaurants. Cause we were talking at this time. So John and I were officially dating. I was like, this tender man is now my boyfriend. <laughs> I don't think you guys were boyfriend girlfriend yet. Another thing I'm confused about. When you guys were boyfriend girlfriend? True. Maybe we were just talking. I actually have no I think idea. we were I think we were like intensely hanging out at that point regularly. Yeah. So. Cuz I, I Alex is like, "Yeah, you know, whatever. This is the guy that I was talking about, but like now we're hanging out." And so I just kind of and I'm willing to admit, I kind of showed up to that meeting just being like, "Still ain't shit." <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like Well, cuz you had a preconceived notion of who John was. Yeah. And going into that, just like expecting someone to be a certain way like you. And yeah. again, like, why would you invest your energy into someone that you didn't think was necessarily going to last? Yeah. And it's not that I didn't. Maybe think you should have thrown last. out a little like disclaimer to her before she came. Like, hey, you know, you everything know, I said prior, just like forget that. We're this like, is good all now. Alex's fault. I yeah. think uh, the more we talking about this, I think it's your fault. <laughs> OK. You put bad juju in her head. No, I didn't. And then the other 50, 60% was my fault. <laughs> so the first time that we officially met was. So it was a trial period. It was, we yeah. were still kind of talking and the other person was still kind of talking with their person. So it was, everyone's feeling each other out, but you had bad vibes from the beginning with me because of Alex is what we got. So no, far. John, that's not my fault. Like Aaron, not getting good vibes from you has nothing to do with me. You literally are just like yourself. I was being too and aggressive. <laughs> Okay, sure. Like literally ditto always, but <laughs> no, but I also was coming back from being overseas for like three months and I had quit my job to come home. I was like, I was just in a bad attitude kind of couple of months. And I just don't think that it was productive to be walking into something where I'm in, like, I have a bad attitude. I'm well. And then again, like you said earlier, you yeah. add drinking to the mix and yeah. drinking never helps all day. Day drinking yeah. is what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Knowing yeah. both of you, you both have very strong personalities and you both like to be sarcastic and take digs, but like sarcastic digs where you, you could easily fall back on like, dude, I'm like messing around with you, but you both were doing that to each other. Yeah. And so I was in a, I was in a mentality. I was like, Oh, you're going to talk shit. Yeah. I'm talk shit. Like, let's do this. There's a lot of banter. I think that also Aaron's more witty than me. So her <laughs> banter was probably just crushing mine. So I was getting mad. That John's I, ego. I couldn't like one up her. Well, it, it's also like, this is worth saying you're in a situation that you're having to like impress Alex and be like, 
you're controlled because it's like, you have to be nice to me. You know what I mean? And like, I get to be like, you guys talked about on your podcast. It's like, I'm going to be at the wedding. Are you right? Like, yeah. But that, you know, I would never say that cause don't be that person, but that is an environment that's uncomfortable because if I'm relatively unpleasant, you still have to be like, Oh my God, I just have to like suck it up. And like, mm -hmm. that's not your personality. Well, that's what you were saying the other day about starting to date someone like you're the newbie in the group like the group of friends know the person that you're dating for however many years like they know this person the best and now you're being introduced and it's like you have to try to be the best version of yourself and impress everyone and like people might not like you from the beginning though yeah oh I'm shit at first impressions people immediately are just like no I don't want to vibe with you. They're intimidated by you. And then I slowly grow on that, just <laughs> like I did with John. I mean, you, you bring up a good point, though, as far as like your personality is very unique. Like you're you're highly intelligent. I mean, you do spec ops. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do cybersecurity. Whatever you do, no one knows. But if you guys have ever seen Born Identity, it's based after Aaron. But <laughs> pretty much like you're you're very intellectual. And I think it shows in your personality where you think before you speak a lot better than most of us. I just blurt out whatever shit's in my head. I try and speak intentionally because I know that I can just be default mean about things and I don't, so even when, when I'm not meaning to be. So you when know? she told you that you were a piece of shit, she intentionally meant it. I did not tell you you were a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So long story short though, the introduction like wasn't the finest. Right. But off to a rocky start. I also was just like, okay, whatever. And then, you know, you guys started to get more serious, but John and I's dynamic never really changed. We were constantly like taking like what I was perceiving as like funny, lighthearted kind of digs at each other. The problem with that is after that compounds over time, you are no longer just taking like funny, hard digs. It becomes passive aggressive. Especially if you did not establish like a good relationship to begin with, like that kind of stuff. And right. so I think that was like how we started fueling the fire that ended up blowing up on New Year's. Right. Dun, dun, dun. So fast dun, dun, forward, dun, dun. John and I moved to New York. We are living together and Erin plans to come to New York for New Year's. I'm so excited to have her. We're going, getting ready to party. We're drinking again. Drinking is involved. And this is like before a recipe you, for disaster. Before you fast forward, like go into that night, let's just talk about, you know, I moved to Alex's grandmother's house on Christmas night. I started my job January 4th, right? So that's, I have like a week trying to figure out this new place where we're living in a room in a house. I don't know anyone. I'm already kind of overwhelmed a little bit at that point. I'm starting a new job as a travel therapist, which I've never done before. So there's all these things. And then kind of Aaron comes into play so soon after me getting there. And it's just like another new factor that for some reason I just... That was it. For, I wasn't even ready for that. And then she stayed for multiple days and it went back into us. Stayed just like, for multiple days with no sympathy for where John was in his life and how stressful he was being. But, you know, I didn't even really think about this till we've talked about this the other day. And it's kind of like, you know, that that's on me to kind of like figure that out. But then, like you said, it was all still building up in this banter and us just still going back and forth and just just escalated everything. Yeah. This is where like I feel like I failed though as like the middle person because I sh I should have known you well enough to be like yo this isn't like you're not taking this as a joke anymore John you need to stop but also communication is key and if I could be recognizing it myself that my feelings are getting hurt I had every opportunity to be like hey Al get you, your man right there's yeah, something or, to be said though it's like where was your banter in that though it's not like I just kept digging at you digging at you without any sort of 
repercussion from you. Like, I know that you were also doing something too, but it was, I, it was a lot of back and forth. But I can't yeah. remember. Like, let's talk about that though. Cause it, how you're making it sound John's right like, now, please like, don't make me be the bad guy. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, you can make me sound like the bad guy, but it just, what it sounds like to me is I'm only just keep taking digs at you with no, nothing from back from you. So it's not like, wh well, what were you doing to egg me on? Listen, there was I, if you are going to do something, I will ride. If you're going to like, you know, try and trigger me, I will rise to the occasion every single time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it is literally probably just you being like, well, you would say things I remember specifically that you knew would annoy John because you would be like, John, I mean, you hate me now, but you're going to love me when I move to New York and we're all roommates. Oh like you God. would say stuff like yeah. that. that I you still knew say that. Would and now I'm going to live in your house. <laughs> full, full circle. Ooh, one step closer to my final plan. It, you know what? I think it was shit like that. It was, it was something like, it was those I'm going to date things. Alex's cousin and you're going to see gonna me all the time. Or I'm going to date Alex. <laughs> Dude, I literally oh, was about to be like, God, yeah. yeah. John also, so... Uh, I am bisexual and John from figuring that out at the very beginning immediately had his guard up with me. He was like, Oh no. Anxiety through the roof. Two John, girls. And I was like, John, what? John was more afraid of Aaron stealing me. Mrs. Steal your, Mrs. Steal your girl over which here. Which didn't help by the fact that Alex and I, when we were in Vegas, were like, we had this like very romantic, romantic bath with like, all paid for, all paid for by, <laughs> by a friend of mine. <laughs> And, mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> and you know, and we would bring that up all the time. Cause that's like one of our funniest memories. And John's like, this dumb bitch is about to steal my girl. Yeah. And I, and I thought that was, do you want to like throw a disclaimer out now that you're not bisexual? I mean, all girls are a little bit, a little bit. What? <laughs> no, but that's so funny. Cause like even now, John, I love like, you, John. I'm bit. married. John's yeah, like, are you? Yeah. Validate the fact that. <laughs> hey, no. Yeah, please validate that you're like married to me. No. Alex loves penis. Yes. We've yes, talked about yes. it. Yes. I thought nothing was funnier <laughs> than John thinking that, which is just like, you don't, that's not how bisexuality works, but like you don't immediately say I'm bisexual and I'm going to fuck my best friend. Yeah. So that's like not like how it works. Aaron was going to swoop You could have always been trying to get in them pants, girl. I don't know. Oh there was some I promise you, if also, I, I wanted to get in Alex's pants, it would have happened. Oh, really? <laughs> Way before you. <laughs> please, please. So this is. Girl. I'm uncomfortable. This is where John, this is where John gets uncomfortable because yeah. I was like, ooh, John, watch out. I'm going to yes. steal your girl. Uncomfortable yes. or like I'm literally going to fight so, you. So like I always knew that those were jokes to John too because it was triggering to him and like you know it's just it was just funny. and i'll be honest guys nothing's funnier to me than john when he's triggered yeah it's very easy it is but it is so like you are your best self when you're triggered about something like top tier humor <laughs> to this day that's why i love you guys' dynamic is because alex just triggers john and john just like oh my god i'm, Under gonna, I'm gonna have a heart skin. attack for sure by like 45 <laughs> oh i love you i put myself in this situation though no one's it's no one's fault but my own Oh, you definitely rise to the occasion as well. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, okay, so we let's sounds like I'm done with this conversation. No, let's just reel He's back. So in. worried. <laughs> so fast forward to New Year's. You were visiting, and there was a few days before that where there was some banter going back and forth. A few digs. Right. This is the climax of everything. The pivotal moment. The big blowout. The big blowout. Everyone's we, drunk. <laughs> everyone's drunk already. The, we didn't even go out yet. Uh, the biggest issue. I don't know. We, we went to, we, we got tickets to some bar to drink all night or whatever. Yeah. We had the masquerade ball pre COVID when we could all just be dancing around, That's touching right. and grinding on That's each right. other. Grinding on the homies. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's in a mask. So they're not even 
you know, being themselves, <laughs> but mass, or a lot spicier, but not the mask that we wear now. Now no, we can no. go to a mask. The masks right. are for our eye, we're for our eyes, not our face. Yeah. <laughs> but so, anyways, we we start we we get into the night. I'm probably, I've been in a shitty mood this whole time. The whole time Aaron's been there, wanting her to leave. Apparently, I'm still taking digs at her. I don't remember what I fully said, but you know, we got in this big fight that night. We come back to the house. And I said something along the lines of, hey, Aaron, nobody likes you. Mm. And I think that was a pivotal moment where, you know, I feel bad. You know, I said some shit I shouldn't have said. I really do feel bad about that. Yeah. The the thing that really hurt my feelings was it wasn't that you said nobody likes you because people say that to me. It's you said, I don't like you. And I remember being like, you're like, I have never liked you. And I was like holy shit, like all of that banter, like, you know what I mean? Like all the stuff that I thought was like us just like being fun together. I was like, oh no, he meant all of that. Like he was saying that from a place that like he did not like me. And I was very shocked. I was like, oh shit. And my big insecurity is that, you know, I have never like people not liking me and then just like having to like exist around me. And I was like, fuck, poor John has been having to exist around me. I just remember though, you being so sad, John being so upset too, just with the whole situation and feeling like so helpless, like how, like trying to put a bandaid on something that I was like, this isn't even about me anymore. Like, how can I fix this? Like you guys have to communicate with each other, but both of you were like, fuck no, I'm yeah. not speaking to this person. You were like, Alex, I can't believe you're dating this person. And I was like, oh my God, like I just, I was in the middle. I really just felt so torn between both of you. A lot of hurt parties. Everyone's just not in a place to be like, let's work this out. Mm-hmm. Well, also we were still fucked up and we woke up the next morning. We couldn't, no one could remember like half of the evening, but the feelings were still there. Oh yeah. Which is really hard. Yeah. I just don't think neither one of us really read the room on each other. I'm pretty sure we just feelings. separated the next day. John, you hung out oh, with. Oh no. We drove, I drove Aaron back to the airport. Didn't no, I? No, I did. We, you, we didn't literally didn't see you. Yeah. You oh, got God. up and left. You know, so we like separated the whole day. And then I think I dropped you off. I was just like, we'll recap at some point. Like, I'm so sorry. I love you. And then I like got back with you. I think I was going to leave too. I think you were. I was like I, packing my shit or something. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Alex, I'm out. You hate me. I was like, I don't hate you. I just hate how this situation was handled. You guys clearly had some unspoken issues or like, I don't know. Um, I feel like I didn't even want to, you know, deal with the problem head on. I just wanted to leave. I was like my first your fight or flight kicked in and you're like fly well because john just assumed assumed that i was like over him and now that like because the situation blew up in the the way that it did that he was like oh she doesn't want to be like that's a really good indication as to like where john kind of like felt that he was and why you probably took anything that i was digging on you you know a little bit more seriously than what was like necessary the same way that i was taking you know you digging at me more seriously than like what was how it was kind of meant right and so it's just like that insecurity of just being like oh you know I made a mistake and now I have to leave mm-hmm. and Alex is never going to talk to me again and I was like what the fuck Two but I love that I love I got well, on that plane something to say like you were her best friend like I literally just pissed off her best friend and I don't think we're ever going to overcome that I'm like well that's probably we're probably done here I remember that plane ride I was like how the fuck am I going to be best friends with Alex for the rest of my life? If John is if involved. If John is involved. I was like, because I immediately, as soon as you're like, I hate you, I'm like, how do I make someone not hate me again? You know what I mean? I was just like, 
I didn't know what to do. Well, because you were both arguing, for, making your own arguments for yourselves. John was like, how can you be friends with her when she's so aggressive and like she makes these digs? And then you on the other side were like, John's how can like, you date someone Alex, who... how can you be friends with someone that is exactly like me, the man you're dating. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Truly. And I was like, and that's actually what I thought. I was like, you guys are just so fucking similar. Like if you had a conversation about why you feel this way, you know, but it probably made point- it worse for you too, that I was with Alex all the time. So like if I were you, I would have been thinking like, Oh, well, what the fuck is he saying? He's with her all the time. Like, oh, that. Yeah. Let me tell you that pillow talk. I was like, he's going to, he's going to get Alex with that pillow talk. I can't do that pillow talk with her. I don't think I ever like, it was such a touchy subject for us. Yeah. Like, I don't think we ever really t- dived into it unless I knew like you guys were going to hang out or something. I, w- I would just be on the defense where I'm like, I, I don't want to be around. It was one yeah. of those things that like, it was so strange and awkward to talk about that. I was like, this will come up eventually. Like you guys are going to have to hash this out, but I'm not going to like force either one of you to have this conversation now. Like let's just like let it simmer. But then time went by and we, because we didn't live in the same state, I would come visit you like just by myself because John wasn't like John was still in New York. Um, And so you guys didn't see each other for maybe what a year. That's over a year. Yeah, it was over a year. There was a lot of time that went by though before you guys even had a conversation. Right. And with all that time, like I'm one to really hold a grudge. I knew I was not going to be the first one to reach out or I didn't even want to reach out. And I, yeah. And this is where I think a lot of this takes place because when you are in a situation that you and this other person love the same person, but you're not getting along with them. Pride will stop you every single time. And I remember I'm like the type of person that I do need time and space to like figure shit out so that I can, like I said, over logic something. So, you know, I can be like, this is why John was being mean to me. And this is why I was being mean to John and whatever. But then it's just like, you have to take that hit, you know, to your pride to be like, what is, you know, the cost of me maintaining my pride versus the benefit of just saying, you know what, like, let me figure this out be the first one to reach out. You know what I mean? And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is just, I think I'm right. I'm not going to be the first one to reach out because then it looks like I'm the person that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking that I was like, during these, like this, like 12 month period, I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to reach out to him because he's the douchebag. You Mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of like pride that I was holding on to for that. Despite the fact that I knew it was like hurting Alex, you know, but you guys lived in a different state. It wasn't something we had to immediately it deal with. It was easier to ignore because we weren't around each other. Had we both lived in the same city like we used to, I think you guys would have been around each other way sooner. It's something that would have gotten squashed, but because space was between us, it put so much time in between yeah. you guys like getting over it. Um, and then the next introduction was, so we got contracted to do a wedding in Mexico that Aaron was a bridesmaid in. Right. And so we knew like I knew that John and Aaron were now going to be in the same room. Inevitably, like this was going to happen. And so I'm like so nervous and I'm like, okay, is this, are they going to have a conversation before? Or is it just going to be one of those things where they see each other and it's like, good to see you. Like whatever, we'll hash it out. You reached out and you were like, Alex, we have to talk. And I was like, I know where this is going. And you were like, I, I do not feel comfortable going, going to this wedding, my best friend's wedding that I'm bridesmaid in. 
I don't feel comfortable going into this without having a conversation with John first. And Again, was, walking into a situation, knowing that I'm going to be drinking mm-hmm. and John is going to be in the area. Yeah. I'm like, this is not, not setting the, us up it, for like, success. Right. This should not be the just, first introduction. Yeah. And water I was and like, oil, baby. Is it water was, and oil? Water and oil, baby. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But I was like, I 100% agree. And I was shitting a brick trying like trying to bring this up to John because I was like, he's not going to want to do it. But like, this is but our I career. I nobody else to film it. I was like, this, but this is, this is now like our career. And also with my, one of my best friends. So you ha- this has to happen. And Alex, I remember, and this goes for everyone that is on the friend side of this equation. I remember calling Alex and because I was like, I need to talk to her about this. And I remember being like, Alex, you did not call me to tell me that John was going to be going to this thing. You know that it's like one of my best friend's weddings. Like, I'm glad you got the job. But like now I'm burdening the situation that I feel like I'm going to be in an uncomfortable situation. And Alex said to me, hey, this is my job. I understand where you're coming from. But like at the end of the day, this is like a business decision that I'm making. And as somebody that just like very career focused, I was like, focus on that, Aaron. That's the thing you have to Alex is doing a job. She needs a second cameraman. It's John. He's the only one that knows how to do it. <laughs> Just shut up. And like, but I, but I also knew exactly where you were coming from. And I think that's what it is. When you communicate, you have to, you have to empathize with the other person and see like where they're coming from and why they're feeling the way that they're feeling or bringing up the hard conversation to begin with. Yeah. But um, it's also like, you have to walk into that conversation and John, you can tell me if from your perspective, this is the same thing. I had to walk into a conversation with Alex being like, I know you love this other person. I fucking hate them. (laughs) (laughs) I want to punch his mushy face, but like, I get it. Like you love this other person. I just want you to know without trying to make you feel bad about your relationship with this person. I want you to know this is how this is making me feel. Right. So you definitely have to be careful when doing like that kind of thing. You can't just go into a situation and be like talking shit about the significant other. Mm -hmm. Don't be that person. Right. Even if like you're upset, it's something that's coming from you, right? So Alex is like, it's a business transaction, Aaron. I I love you. What, like, how do we do this? But I agree. So I was like, all right, we're going to make this combo happen sooner than later. And then you guys did. You, I don't know how you felt initially. I think that you- Again, it's it's been- John reached out. John texted me. So Did John, mm-hmm, you were the you one. Don't, you don't really don't remember. No, I, I thought. Oh I my thought, god, his dementia is, this co- is coming up. This is how I thought this went. You know, it's been over twelve months. Whatever. We were so late to this rehearsal dinner. John, Alex you our- had a conversation before that. Oh. You guys decided. <laughs> John's like, I don't even remember being a good guy about this. You. You no. texted me. Did you make me text her? No, you, I told you that I had a conversation with Aaron. We're going to this wedding and that you guys had to speak before. And I said, will you please reach out to her? And you crafted a text message and you guys spoke. Yeah. You sent me a text message. Nice. And it was like, oh my and God, I think, Dad. and the weird thing is that you don't remember this. And that text message, I feel like was the only reason that you and I shifted gears, at least in my mind. It's well, like it you was sent a peace it, offering. Well, it's just like, and. The thing about it was, it was very much a John peace offering. So it wasn't like, hey, I'm really sorry. It It was was like, yo, we got to figure this out. We're going to move forward. Let's just like exist around each other. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, John is the king of we're going to agree to disagree. And I'm okay with that because like why fight tooth and nail if you don't see eye to eye on something? Because it's like the same thing with politics. Well, then it's fake. It's going to be fake. And you don't want to fake apology or you want to fake 
agreement. Yeah. Well, you're not going to agree with a lot of people on a lot of things, opinions on things or beliefs on things. But like, does that mean you have to hate the other person? No, you can coexist happily. It's interesting now though. So it's like, I agree to disagree. Right. But like more times passed and like now I could tell like, like I am truly sorry for like what happened then. But like at that point in time, pride, I'm not ready Still to apologize. Yeah. So it's like, you know, let's just figure out the, the quickest way to get around yeah. this, you know? Which is important. Yeah. Take the step that you have and are comfortable taking. Don't force people to apologize to each other when they're not ready. Mm -hmm. So I think the other thing is, so when we, when we get to Tulum, we are fucking late. We're running down the street with all of our equipment, all shit, trying to get to the rehearsal dinner. And, um, you know, I obviously wasn't drinking, so I was being, trying to be professional at this thing. And I think you were fine too, but you also had somebody with you. So we kind of had like this dynamic of there was four of us at this time. Right. Yeah. And it was very k- kosher. It was, it was very- just like, there's a lot of other things to concentrate on. It wasn't like we were sitting down for a dinner and mm-hmm. having to interact with each other. Yeah. Right. There and, was we, a- and so we kind of like slowly introduced each other to one another again, where yeah. like by the end of this trip, we, the four of us were hanging out doing stuff. And I, yeah. I actually spit beer in your guy's face. <laughs> oh my God. But that, but that wasn't on purpose. Now we're appreciative that you did. So. That ended up being such like an enjoyable trip when you got, I mean, I was holding my breath the whole time. I was like, Oh yeah. God, something's going to happen. Do you know what it was? I remember you guys walking into that rehearsal, uh, like the after party from rehearsal. And I remember being like, I saw John and I remember just being like, God, my fucking heart hurts that the, I like cannot let this be something that for you're, the rest you're of You're not our, crying. I'm, I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. But I was like, I just like, cause enough time and space, like the anger has subsided, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can hold on to anger for a long time, but a year and a half or whatever it was is like too long. And I remember just being like really hurt. I was like, God, I don't want significant others of my best friends to not like me. And like, what can I do? And I think I remember I was like, I would come up to you guys just kind of like being like, Hey, do you guys want to drink? Papa, pretty sure you were like, I have a shot. Father, I father think I of the bride it. is buying. I think I liked it more that you weren't like overbearing about all this shit, or like, like I wouldn't want somebody just to apologize to me. I like that you just respected how we how we did it, and yeah. I, I appreciated that more because if you if it's a fake apology like we were talking about, or you were just like very over zealous with it I yeah. would be like fuck, the fuck especially man. because you're like a flight person and I'm a fight person in like situations that it, you're having to kind of apologize like I do this with my significant others I get into a fight with them and then I'm immediately like we're fucking solving this mm-hmm. and you're not, I'm but I'm not though at all I'm like the first person like when we argue but well, even with uh, others too, the like, dynamic though it changes depending on who yeah like, it's yeah. probably changing okay. like how much how much do you care about like it getting resolved type thing and for me I was like I, I am going to go after this. And then, you know, you weren't receptive to that. And it wasn't because, you know, you wanted to like hate me forever. It just, you take time and like, that's fine. And had we tried to like figure it out immediately, which I think is what everyone, especially like, you know, like Alex or, you know, whoever the relationship person is wants to happen figure it out immediately let it suck. i wanted you guys to be best friends like right away but you both were very good about being like we're walking into this slowly yeah. <laughs> i think that bothered me too like you were more wanting that for you than like how i felt i think okay I, so what else are you annoyed with me about john i don't think how i felt was the main priority for you on that it's like you wanted aaron and i to get along just to get along so it's like 
better for you. I think. No, or not I that was it was not okay. Not that it was better for me. There's things that I see in both of you that I was like, there's reasons why I love you both. And I wanted you both to see that in each other. So I hated that you guys didn't see what I saw in both of you. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted you to, to both just be like, oh my God, it's clear as day now. Yeah. We're best friends. But I think it definitely is hard when you're like, I just want to iron this shit out. But like people still have like hurt feelings around it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And you're just like, God, wouldn't this be better if everyone just like... Like this is kind of like a little therapy session for us. That is like seriously because it does force you to sit down and talk about things and just look at each other. Yeah. What? What, John? What's up? Nothing. Let's go. John just is like in a mood to uh, okay. be in a bad mood. So as much as I would like to <laughs> say, fuck you. <laughs> John. John wakes up and he's like, I choose violence and <laughs> to be in a bad you mood just today. Know how to like pull at my <laughs> strings of hate. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. 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 Okay, so we said all the hate. We said all the shit that we hate about each other. Uh, let's. So as much so as I would like to say though that you guys made up in Tulum and became friends, then I really think that it came full, full circle. This when past, Aaron visited us in Outer Banks. This past That's right, year, was, this was the this like was the moment ago. that I said. John officially cares about me. Yeah. I got him. So a little story time. Just another drunk night between Alex and Aaron. I respect that. <laughs> I usually have my shit together, except for when I'm around John for some reason. <laughs> so it's just another like, time we hang out where it's not for a couple hours. It's Aaron, you know, for a couple of days. That was such a fun weekend, though. It was a fun weekend. I John bet, keeps did saying. Did you guys like, have a good time? <laughs> yeah. You both had a good time. John keeps saying he's like. Yeah, I don't want you to stay here for days. And then like I'm like, oh, I got an Airbnb. He's like, why? Why don't yeah. you just stay here? Like, like mixed John. singles, John. I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> so John, tell us what happened this weekend. Because obviously you guys don't remember this weekend. The, the the weekend that we're talking about in the Outer Banks, which like well, really, the full circle which is really proved your friendship. John no longer, John no longer thinks I'm trying to steal you because you and I went downstairs at Outer Banks and got into a bathtub. It's just what we like to do now. And tried to drink a double bottle of champagne at that, the end of the night. That bottle of champagne was so aggressively big. I'm just glad that we didn't toss it out, even though there was no bubbles left the next day. I don't know. I let you guys have your moment, whatever the fuck that was. And then was. I like. Shit one of those, got weird. Shit yeah, got weird. I'm quick. one of those drinkers that just when I know it is time for me to go to bed, I'm like. You you go to bed, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. Ghost you ride. Irish goodbye. Yeah, I'm like, don't let anybody know that you're drunk, Aaron. Okay, and of course, everyone that's knows. Not what happened. <laughs> Goo and I were upstairs hanging out in the kitchen. Aaron runs upstairs with like a towel halfway on. She's like, "You should go check on Alex." And then like ran upstairs. I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" So I go down and check on Alex, and like, I was fine. You were like getting, I don't know. Yeah, she was like getting ready for bed, and then next thing I know, both of you were just like. A wreck. Alex was sitting up on a stool, just eating pizza, trying to eat pizza, and yeah. talking to her imaginary friend Aaron, who wasn't there. I thought that you were asleep on the couch. And I'm like, you know, let me go check on Aaron. I bring some pizza up and some water, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, her room, her lights off. And I'm like, what's going on? Knock, knock. Aaron, Aaron, don't hear anything. Walk into the bathroom, and Aaron's Indian style, butt ass <laughs> naked, with her head in the toilet. I'm like, oh god, oh no. And I'm like, Aaron, are you okay? And she's like, John, John knocks on the bathroom door and he's like, Aaron, you got to let me in, Aaron. Aaron, open the door. And I'm like, John, I'm like fucking naked. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I just, are you okay? I brought you some pizza and some water. And I'm like, I don't have pants on. And and so then John's like, no, Aaron, just, I, I can hear your like coaxing voice of just being like, just open the door, Aaron. You know what I mean? And so I open the door. John's 
just standing there with a piece of pizza. And I literally like, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Despite warning him, I'm like, I don't have pants on. And then John opens the door. He's like, why don't you have fucking pants it's on? It's like one of those cartoons so you see from hearing. the back. You see like part of the crack coming out. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Because I was like, Aaron, tuck your Pikachu in. Because if you oh. have to wake up tomorrow, <laughs> if you have to wake up tomorrow and tell Alex that John saw it, it's going to be a weird morning. <laughs> That cooter was out, baby. Oh, my God. Anyways, Aaron had no clothes on. I'm just trying to convince her to put her clothes on. I'm like, Aaron, okay, arms up. I feel like and I was you, talking to one of my patients. I'm like, Aaron, yeah. arms up. John arms kicks up. into occupational therapist. All I brought was, like, leggings, right? Because it's the beach, not, like, bringing, like, anyway, I didn't bring any sweatpants. And John's like, well, not going to get pants on that girl, so I'm just going to give her Actually, the Winnie no, the Pooh outfit. I did, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like weird literally what she's wearing now it's like this half all i thought it was a pair of pants to be honest <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing this what is it a crop top what do you call that off the shoulder yeah, it's like off an off the shoulder, shoulder sweater i was oh trying to put it on her upper body which was very he goes difficult. yeah i'm laying on the floor he's like i'm like i'm naked and he's like all right aaron and he goes up he leaves for like a second he comes out he's like arms up and you know i'm like <laughs> <laughs> help me didn't skip, didn't skip a beat she's like yep mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm all here for directions but the best part though was waking up in the morning Erin comes in the room and she goes Alex um, I have to apologize I'm pretty sure that your husband saw me naked last night and I was like I mean, I'm sure it was more medical. It was more clinical. Yeah. John is very clinical about it. (laughs) He's like making comments all all the next day. He's like patient, (laughs) patient, unable to properly put on own clothing. Is incapacitated right now at this moment. Uh, She is total dependent for upper body dressing. But I I, try to get you to put pants on you. And then that's where you, that's where you drew the line. You go, no. Yeah. No. (laughs) This is, I, I don't have control of my legs right now. This is not going to happen for us. And then you just like wave me off. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, John, I'm trying to save you from yourself right now. So being two people who didn't like each other for some time, what advice would you give to someone else in the same situation? I think that there's a couple of ways to go about that. One, if like, so for people that were in my position as one of like the best friends and then having Alex, I read a lot of those responses and I'm like, a lot of these seem like you're having a problem with your friend, not their significant other. So you need to be self-aware enough to say, what am I actually having a problem with? Particularly in me and John's case, like I obviously, you know, didn't communicate well. And you guys always say communication is key. What is it about? Let's all say it at the same time. Communication. Erin, you didn't jump in on that. Uh, we hold need on, you. Hold on, right. hold on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Communication. communication. Wow, someone hire us and give us a record deal. <laughs> so there's several things, though, that like I would take away from that. Um, is that when like you guys had your blowout, I was like, it, it made me question our relationship. I was like, wait, like, am I dating someone that I don't really know? So I had to almost survey like the relationships that you had with the other people in my life and be like, how does he treat them or how do they treat him? Like how, you know, what are those other relationships look like? Or is this just like a single singular bad seed outlier? Yeah. Like that's like a really good point because if you are with someone and a lot of people in your circle in your life do not get along with this person, that's, probably a red flag like you want to pay attention to those things but if it's just like a one-off thing you know again where like people don't necessarily see eye to eye not everyone is going to be everyone's cup of tea um but i think just take note about what the relationships look like in your entire circle i think also the environment that you put yourself in the first time you're meeting 
your significant other. I would say if you are meeting someone that is important, yeah, if you are meeting someone that is important or you know you don't like this person, you need to keep it at a two to three drink minimum <laughs> or maximum. Or Do not go I think, over. I think also like the two times we hung out were, were in Raleigh, right? And you were there for like a full day with us. And then in New York where you were with us for a couple of days, like us hanging out for the first time, not knowing each other's, you know, personalities, it really should only be for like an hour to couple, like let's a feel dinner. each other out. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. we're just on top of each other for, <laughs> we're on top of each other. You <laughs> Am know, I supposed to be nervous now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mr. Steal your girl. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. Like, and this goes for, I think that's personality specific. If you have people in your Agreed, life, yeah. yeah. If you have people in your life that are like, you know, are a certain way, right? I, there's no other way to describe it. I am a certain way. I have my own quirks. John is a certain way, has his own quirks. If you can look at those two personalities and be like, there could be potential something here, do a slow introduction. Right. I also, I this is probably my number one piece of advice. Um, you have to swallow your pride. This is not something that is only about you. I, You have your feelings. They're valid. Write them down. Figure out what you want to say. It's not about you. You both are such priorities in your significant other's life. Like, you know, we got to remember that. And I I don't think I thought about that in that point in time. Yeah, because when hurt feelings, it's very hard to look at the bigger picture when you're in hurt feelings. But at the end of the- Well, and what situation, you know, what situation did we put Alex in that weekend too? Is like, that must have been very uncomfortable for you. Um, But that's what it is. Take a look at yourself and one, ask yourself- uh, am I really the only person that matters here? I do have hurt feelings, but is the other person also experiencing hurt feelings? Right. Yeah. Get yourself out of your own, out of your own head with that. I don't know. I just think too, if everyone hates your significant other. Well, this is also, I, I feel like I want to touch on this because this is also one of those things that you as a friend to Alex, Alex, if you're dating a piece of trash human I my problem is with you why are you making those decisions correct do not blame it on the what you perceive as a piece of trash human you have a problem with the, the decision making of your friend and you need to tackle that with them you're not trash Al. Yeah. you're fucking trash okay this is turning around <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how the podcast ends it's just me and John Pillar <laughs> whooping on Alex <laughs> But no, again, if it's an isolated experience where someone, just one person or two people, it doesn't go well. But again, like evaluate what these relationships look like in your life. Because if someone who loves you is telling you that maybe the person that you're dating is not the right person for you, I like, I take that to heart because like what you say to me means a lot. So yeah, I think that if like a lot of people in your life are telling you the same thing, listen to them. Right. And not a lot of people are telling you that about John, right? It was just me being like, this dude's a bad dude. No, I'm just kidding. I never said that. <laughs> but, but it was it was both of you guys about each other. I was like, oh God. This- yeah. And then the thing is, is just, you know, you come around to start start saying, and this is really what officially, because Tulum was really, really nice, but officially I had the ability to be in a situation that I could recognize just like how devoted and loving John is, you know, to you. Like I cried at your vows at your wedding because it just like, John is so devoted to you. And I'm like, I can recognize like the good pieces of this person, even though they might not be directed towards me. And like, that's something that you have to be aware of. And then slowly over time, you know, you might move into our house, might move into their house (laughs) and 
John pretends like he ends. Yeah. yeah. John, <laughs> John's like, you're paying me money. I'm yeah. like, you just want to hang out with me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Best friends. Um, Oh, do you have any other pieces of advice, John, before I read some of these? This was actually a really hard conversation for me to have. You know, yeah. obviously we shut this off earlier because I was yelling at Aaron, but like we're good now. <laughs> but it, it's just, it is, it's a touchy subject. Like, you know, I fucked up and it's, it's we both, I mean, we both fucked up, yeah, right? But it's awesome that we are able to overcome this for the, you know, well, now we're friends, but like for the greater purpose of Alex too, like where yeah. we can still all have this dynamic friendship, I guess. Right. And also be aware in the future, like, you know what your trigger points are. Be self-aware to know your trigger points, first of all. Second of all, don't approach them. Like there are times even now that like John or I will probably say something and the other one will be like, wow, I want to fucking punch you in the face. Right. And then you just I say, we would we'd still say to each other, <laughs> we'd still say to each other, but I think we know each other well enough. That's probably true. It's like, whatever, I'll just get away from me. <laughs> John's like, can you and Alex fucking leave me alone? Right. And I'm At not like, point, yeah, you're mean. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? You're right. We should leave. Like, but we'll as leave. opposed to letting it boil up, you are just more vocal and like you communicate about it before. So anyway, I don't think that you're always going to get along with everyone, but I think communication obviously is key as we say in every episode. Yeah. What are you there for? What mm -hmm. are your priorities in that situation? Is it for you to be right? Or is it for you to be loving and supportive of the same person. Absolutely. You have common ground in that. I love that. So Aaron, look at us now. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. It was so nice having you on. And I'm just like so happy you guys are just giving each other a look like you're ready to fight. But I'm so glad this that you guys are friends This is the most I've ever now. talked to Aaron. So it's been It's pleasure. not the most you've Aaron, ever talked to me. Do you want people to like follow you or anything? Because we could like plug your things. So. Oh, no. But if you guys want to start dating for me, we can make that a segment. I want to remain in the shadows. <laughs> In the inner sphere of the cyber, dark web. Cyber, That's right. Cyber don't, security. You don't find me. I find you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyways. Well, thank you again for Jesus coming Christ. on and uh, we will chat with you later. So we are going to now jump into our segment. Give it to me straight. My boyfriend and I are starting the discussion about rings as he just wants me to go with my girlfriends and find my dream ring and send me ideas. I'm curious on how you feel about couples that go ring shopping together versus couples like us who do, who try to keep it a surprise. A lot of people are giving my man shit for sending me a loan, but I find it romantic and exciting. How did you two do that? And also, did you talk about it a lot beforehand? And how did John propose? So I think if you're getting ready to propose to someone, you obviously like want to know their style. It's, a, it's something that they're going to be wearing forever. Uh, but John and I didn't go ring shopping together. I did send him some inspo pics of what I was interested in, but like just like a range of things. I didn't give him any specifics on anything, but I do like the element of surprise knowing that your person is going to pick out a ring for you. And like they chose it specifically for you without you, you know, having full control. Over I mean, that. you get, you had like 90% control. You pretty much told me exactly the type of diamond you wanted and the type of band that you wanted. No, I didn't. Cause my you ring did, doesn't the, look like anything that I sent you that I was interested the in. The main, the engagement ring. Yeah. That's no. exactly what you wanted for the engagement ring. No, it's a little, it's different. Oh. I wanted something like more, um, she wanted antique. something, she wanted something bigger. <laughs> I mean, obviously she wanted something bigger. I wanted something more like antique looking, but I told you I would have taken an oval or like, so I have a pear cut, uh, but I would have taken an oval or a cushion cut. Like I was very open to what I wanted. I just knew I didn't want 
there was certain things I knew that I didn't want. And that's what I think that I told you about. Okay. So our listener question number two is, do you think it's okay for your significant other to spend one-on-one time with the opposite sex? What do you think, John? I mean, it depends. Like if it's your best friend from like growing up, I don't know. That's tough. Cause it's like, how do you pick and choose? Like, well, how close are you to this person? Well, who are they? Like how long have they known this person like because if this is someone who you were friends with before we started dating i'm not gonna be like you can't be friends with this person but if you're like i met this girl at the gym and we're friends now and i know now for we're- a fact you'd still be uncomfortable if i hung out with someone of the opposite sex just one-on-one you would well uh, but that's my point i would be like what that are I've, you doing that i've known them what is your intention of one-on-one time like are you going <laughs> exactly to the bar are you, yeah. are you cuddling like in bed <laughs> yeah yeah or are you like meeting other people i i just don't think that it's a great idea like like why can't you hang out in a group <laughs> yeah you know like that's, how would that's you tough. feel if i was to hang out with like one, one of my guy friends one-on-one yeah i don't i don't know how much i'd be okay with that because i'd be like well you have me i'm the opposite sex why can't you just hang out with me or together right like yeah. what are you doing that you have to be with the other person one-on-one it's funny like how norms are set though it's like well we're married so like no that's out of the question but i don't know like, i also think it depends what your relationship is with the other person because if you're hanging out with abby or Aaron one-on-one i don't care because they're my friends i know that you wouldn't cross that line I mean, I don't know. Maybe you would. <laughs> You'll never know. I'm but mysterious. I, I do trust you um, because I know them and I trust you. I just think there's... I mean, a- also, is that is that friend, the opposite sex, are they in a relationship? Are they single? Oh, true. Like, that could be another... Like, what are their intentions? Exactly. Yeah. I think there's a lot of variables that go into just a straight yeah, answer You're going to have to use your best judgment on yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't Pros really, and cons. We didn't really give it to you straight. We just told you... <laughs> I, the probably the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I overall. Think end, I think in the end. Yeah. That's kind of like, that would make me uncomfortable. Agreed. Unless it's like you're all's closest friends, like joint mutual friends. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we actually agreed on something. <laughs> yes. And the last question of today is there's a few of those shit shows that I really can't stand like The Bachelor or Spanish soap operas. I sometimes feel bad. I can't sit through them. And if I do, I'm constantly talking shit about the show. It's just my personality. But when she does sit through them, I take that time to play video games or edit photos or videos. Should I feel bad for not standing Absolutely these not. shows? Absolutely not. You're there. Yeah, no, I don't I don't like cuz even when I'm watching The Bachelor, I know that you hate it. But even, like you'll be sitting there sometimes on your phone, but I don't care if you're sitting there or go play video games or do whatever you want to do because the show is for me. Like That's your me time. And that's not true quality time. Me and you sitting through a show that I know that you hate. So I don't think you should feel bad. Oh, I mean, you guys have each other, different interests, but at the same time, I like that we're in the same like area. Well, we vicinity of each other. Right, right. But like, I don't care that you're not engaged in the show. Oh, yeah. No. Um, but we do also set apart time to make sure that we have a show in common. I feel like if you're constantly watching things that are your significant other doesn't love or if your partner is watching things that you don't necessarily love, like you can feel some sort of divide. So I think that having something that you guys can watch together and enjoy together is key as well. Like Breaking Bad, yeah, we Game did. of Thrones. What else? List off I tried to get The in, Office. I tried to get into Parks Out- and Outlander with you, but I couldn't do it. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed our episode. And if you did, please 
like and subscribe and review if you have something nice to say comment five stars <laughs> you could follow us at give it to me straight podcast and you could email us any questions that you have at give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com and you could also visit our website at give it to me straight podcast.com um i think that's it and you could also follow our instagrams they are linked in the show notes below otherwise that's it we will <laughs> well that's it <laughs> well that's it y'all all right all right take it easy we will see you next time bye, bye.